0: back
1: is that a nut or a coconut on the can that thing at the top this thing yeah is that a
2: coconut that's or an, orange yeah. an orange peel An orange
1: peel. what oh yeah now it makes more sense of the cans facing towards me <laughs> it looked like maybe it was like two halves of a coconut cracked in half i don't know actually
0: i think one
1: can yeah like one can's not bad
0: that's yeah. not bad that's enough for us to try All right. Well, this week we are taking a look at Dogfish Heads variety pack. I believe this is their summer variety pack.
2: The Off-Centered Activity Box. Yeah. Only
1: kind of activities I want. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Off-Centered ones? Off-Centered ones? Yeah. So their kind of motto is Off-Centered Ales for Off-Centered People. So I think that's kind of why they went with that. Nice. Yeah. I like it. So the first beer we're taking a look at is the Namaste White. It's a Belgian-style wit beer.
2: Nice. I like
0: those. So, uh, we'll uh, take a look at it. Very it's clear.
1: It's it's a tad murky. A
0: little bit. Yeah.
1: I mean, mine definitely is. I don't know why mine's a lot more murky than you yet. Like I don't know. You probably got the yeast. Yeah, I Yeah, feel you like got I the did. bottom of the can yeah. kind of. So, hmm,
0: let's see what it smells like.
2: I'm trying to think of what the word for that is.
1: It generally, just smells like a light beer to me. I don't know. It's... <laughs> yeah i mean it doesn't have anything distinct to it
0: it's got kind of like that saison-y like yeah it does grassy smell kind of like that saison that i made yeah it
1: smells Something just like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah
2: mm-hmm
0: so maybe we'll try it's a
2: little more bitter than i was expecting
0: yeah um i don't know if it mentions IBUs. i don't think it does No.
1: It's very like fizzy as soon as it hits your tongue.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It almost feels like a pop rock when it hits your tongue.
2: It is.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the
2: carbonation is different.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's 4.8% alcohol. That's about all I can get off of the can. Is there a description? Oh, there is a description. Our Belgian-style white ale brewed with delicious dried orange flesh and peel fresh-cut lemongrass and a bit of coriander, peppercorns, and a generous dose of good karma. Huh. Well, that would explain the Saison kind of stuff, because Saison is usually lemongrass and pepper kind of taste.
2: Okay.
1: I definitely get the lemon t- lemon on the aftertaste. You mm. can definitely get the lemon It's kind
2: of like, it makes me think of a mixture between that one that you made, the lemon mm-hmm. Saison, and like a little bit of Blue Moon and then like a little bit of like a lighter
0: yeah I think they definitely used wheat in the grain bill
2: looks like there's wheat from the little picture oh well, there we go yeah yeah wheat beer is wheat beer I'm pretty sure in right, German, German yeah. yeah.
0: it's
2: like the only German I know
0: <laughs> well yeah beer related yeah. German is mm-hmm. the only German I know <laughs> you not bad yeah I like it I wouldn't want too many of them
1: I'd give it a six out of ten. Yeah. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't seek it out, but if it was if it was presented to me like right now, I would drink it. Yeah. I would have yeah. no problem drinking
2: it. I guess it's the kind of beer that if I ordered it, like I'd be happy with it. Mm-mm. I wouldn't regret getting it. Right. But I might try something else for my second beer. You exactly.
1: Know? Yeah, I'd definitely have something else for my second beer. I would not order like five of these in a row.
0: No, no, definitely yeah. not.
2: But it's 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 not bad.
0: Yeah. So okay. Cool.
1: Let's get number two.
0: This is number two. Uh, Oh, no. Let's
1: not get number two. (laughs) I've I've tasted this one.
0: I'm a big fan of
1: this. I am not excited.
0: Uh, This is uh, Dogfish Head Sequential Ale. They brew it with limes, black limes, and sea salt.
2: I like limes and sea salt.
0: Right. It's kind of a... I'm going to give us a little Mm. bit more than that. Okay. He doesn't like it. That's fair. The owner of Dogfish Head... Does a series on YouTube called That's Odd, Let's Drink It. And he had Burt Kreischer, the, the nice. machine.
2: Mm-hmm. On yeah, and yeah. this is
0: what they were drinking. <laughs> it was good. So it was yeah, lime juice, lime peel, black limes, and sea salt.
2: Session sour.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a sour.
2: Alright, this is my first sour beer i'm pretty sure
0: well this is a very tame sour beer so it's a good one for you to try first that's good (laughs) (laughs) so it's hazy yeah Yeah, very hazy
1: not very much head at all very very little
0: very little head i think this was like
1: just a film
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think his goal with this one was to make something crushable that was pretty low calorie no okay (laughs) okay Oh yeah, you smell that sourness.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of almost standing in front of Lake Erie. Okay. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got
2: the, you. The sea salt kind of. Mm. I can see yeah. that.
0: Even though there's no sea
1: salt. Yeah, but it just has that like musk, <laughs> yeah, that Lake like, Erie yeah. musk.
0: Yeah, that I, I'm with you.
1: Yeah. The. Though this is a big body of water and things have died in it a
2: lot. <laughs>
0: That's what makes it sour. <laughs> kinda,
2: yeah, I, uh, that's a really good description, yeah. honestly. Yeah.
0: All right, let's try it. Hmm.
2: That's weird. <laughs> the only thing
1: that helps for me is the saltiness.
2: It's. It kind of reminds me of like fruit juice, kind of reminds me of salt water, mm-hmm. which uh, it's not unpleasant, but I don't know <laughs> if it's pleasant either. I'm going to try some more. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Uh, this is why I love Dogfish Head, because, like, you just never know with a beer that they make if it's, if it's gonna be something you like or not. That's
2: weird, man.
1: I like it slightly better the second time I've had it. <laughs> well, that's good. It was, like, a was zero out of ten the first time I had it. Now it's, like, a two.
0: Okay, if,
1: okay. If there were, like, two choices of, like, things to drink on planet Earth, <laughs> I might occasionally have one of these. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> fair <laughs> do i do i taste wheat
0: i don't i don't know what's in the grain bowl for this there's no wheat on the can huh. Um oh yeah no no there's wheat on the can look at that okay yeah it's it's weird it's like
2: part mostly like the aftertaste <clears throat> i taste some wheat and that lets me know like this is a beer (laughs) but the rest of the flavor is salt and lime very different
0: it's like if a margarita was trying to be a beer i think it'd be this
2: like but without a little bit yeah a little bit i can i don't know i can kind of see that
0: yeah i don't know i'm I, i like it it's Not one that I want a ton of.
2: It's
1: definitely a great beer to start a conversation though.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's for sure. It is.
1: You will get a reaction with this (laughs) (laughs) thing.
2: Yeah, I I don't hate it. I, it's not my favorite, but like it's interesting and different. Mm -hmm. And I like trying things that are interesting and different.
0: I do too.
1: If you've ever had a fish tank and you didn't (laughs) clean it or have a filter in it for like two weeks, this is what the water would look like. (laughs) And it would kind of smell like it, too. (laughs) Yeah. Never tasted that water. (laughs) However, (laughs) I hope it wouldn't taste like this.
2: (laughs) Imagine it tastes a lot lower. (laughs) Probably, yeah. For something so out there and, like, with such a strong taste, it seems really crushable. Mm -hmm. Like, could just down like if if you were the one guy in the world that absolutely loves this, you could just like get a case of it and go through half of it
0: yeah and i I, I think I think that was kind of his goal when he was making this one
2: Sea quench ale
0: yeah all right anything else to say about this
2: no nah, I,
1: I got my piece in all right two out of ten <laughs>
0: Man, I
2: I'd, I'd at least give it like a 4 or 5. Like I don't love it, but How about it, man? Give it it's your not rating. Bad.
0: If you like sour beers, you'll really like this. It's
2: my first sour beer and I don't hate it. <clears throat> there you go. That's that's yeah. It's my summary.
0: All right. Let's uh move on. Oh, well, this one's going to be interesting.
2: All right, beer number 3.
0: Yeah. Super 8 the, the super goes. Whoa, it's
2: like... It looks like a wine. Red.
0: We're going to start off with a little bit, because okay. I'm not sure you guys are going to like this.
1: Okay. All right. Hawaiian sea salt. Not just any sea salt in that can. It says Hawaiian sea oh, there, salt. Oh, there's
0: sea salt in this can? Yeah. I haven't read the ingredients. I just looked one. at
1: the very bottom below your finger.
0: Ah.
2: So the <laughs> super <eight>. ate... <laughs>
0: All right, Uh, let's see. Sessionable goes, um, brewed with a bevy of heroic fruits. Oh, yeah. Quinoa. What? (laughs) A deep, vibrant red with ample addition of Hawaiian sea salt. Quinoa in a beer? What? That is quinoa, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, quinoa
2: quinoa. So it's a heroic fruit and quinoa. Mm-hmm. I've never met a fruit I would describe as heroic, but all right.
0: You just never know.
2: It it's like quinoa. The color of like juicy juice.
0: It is. It's it's clear. Oh uh, yeah. Very clear. It's
1: not quite red. It's like if you hold up the light it's more orangish yeah. than red in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. orangish pink kind of. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Almost rosé colored. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Again, no head at all. Uh, it looks like fruit juice, That is man. very strange smell. Yeah. I don't even know where to start on that smell.
0: Tart.
1: Yeah, tart. I get a little bit of that.
0: I
2: get like a little bit of floral something.
0: Mm-hmm. A little bit.
2: Uh, yeah, predominantly like. It's raw. That's rough. Maybe mm. a, little, a little sour.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
2: Of a smell.
0: I haven't tried this one yet, so.
2: Oh wow! First time for everyone. Yes. It's All right, guys. All right, well. Let's give it a try. Yep. What?
1: It's fruity. Yeah, and it's very fruity. Yep.
0: Tart is the right. It's very tart at the end.
1: It's like a yeah, a little bit. Juice. Mm-hmm. That's not bad.
0: Now I I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was going to. Yeah. I,
2: yeah, I don't know. I feel like if you just like. You described this to me, like mm-hmm. when you when we were 5. reading the can, 3%. I was like, I don't know, I don't think I'm gonna like it, but it's not bad.
0: <laughs>
1: I think we might have to have another one of those later.
0: I've got two more.
1: Very good.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah, you can have the rest of that can if you want it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he wants not. it. Yep. <laughs> he there you go.
1: I'm not gonna finish the can. I'm just gonna have most of the can. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good.
1: <laughs> to me, it reminds me more of a wine than a beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get yeah. more...
2: It's like a wine beer.
1: Yeah. Like, I get a little bit it's of... It's like hope. a Hawaiian beer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hawaiian. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see what you yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. Wow. I want to know what fruit is in it, because
0: i don't i, I already, definitely
2: taste something like a little darker i already like told a, you it's quinoa like blackberry or something like yeah, kind fruit yeah it's, um, it's quinoa
0: from the from the uh logo design looks like kind of raspberries
1: maybe a grape maybe one grape
0: <laughs> a, a single grape yeah
1: in a whole batch <laughs> yeah. one grape, grape raspberry <laughs> i don't know is that maybe like a kiwi that green thing or is that a quinoa
0: I
2: don't. <laughs> no, that's not a quinoa. I don't know what they look like. <laughs>
1: I don't this is foreign fruit.
2: Maybe it's a cactus. Is that a cactus? I
0: don't know. People it does it,
1: Yeah, it does fruit. have that right pattern. That like square thing with the prickles. <laughs> That's the worst description of a cactus I think anyone has ever given. It's
2: definitely my <laughs> thing with the prickles.
0: This is definitely my favorite can. I love the little. Uh, it's great. Uh, looks like it like belongs in a comic book. Yeah,
1: yeah
2: they're a little superhero fruit. The super eight. They're super fruit. <laughs> That means this is good for you beer, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Health
2: food.
1: Health food. There you go. It's all good for you because alcohol kills bacteria, so...
0: Perfect.
2: The more you drink, the healthier you get. There's fruit in it. Fruit's good for you. (laughs) Hops are a vegetable. They're in beer. They are. I can dig it.
0: Yeah, not bad.
2: Pleasantly surprised. Yeah.
0: The next one up, we are looking at the slightly mighty low-cal IPA. Huh. It is 95 calories and 3.6 carbs apparently that's the big thing with this one huh this locale ipa is brewed with mighty aromic hop varieties that deliver tropical notes with a slightly sweet balance provided by the monk fruit extract
2: Ooh.
1: What is a monk fruit? I have
2: no it's idea. It's a fruit are they grown by monks. Things? Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> I don't know. It I'm going gonna, gonna to
1: get the wiki on that.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: just upset we're counting calories with beer. <laughs> it's like when someone asks if beer is vegan.
2: <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you expecting a hamburger to fall out of it? Like.
0: <laughs>
2: Kyle, this looks a lot more like you're color of beer i don't know i hear ipa and i get
0: concerned i get
1: scared by ipas
0: especially with dogfish head ipas you just never know
2: i mean i've been pleasantly surprised by the last two so i hear ipa and i get under my bed and cry (laughs) (laughs) no since we started this we've had some pretty pretty decent Yeah, yeah some of them haven't been bad not bad
0: well, it's very clear.
1: Yeah, I like that. Oh, that's. I again got it the yeast, that, The yeasty guys mm. like at the bottom.
0: <laughs> yeah. It has
2: a really good smell. Oh, yeah. Like a little bit of that pine needle hoppiness, but also like the mm. citrusy, like slightly tropical yeah. hoppiness too.
1: Oh, no, I'm not going to like that. <laughs> you don't think? Oh, no, not a chance. <laughs> I like the smell though. Like if that was in I, like... A, if oh, that was in, like, a candle, great. I would burn that. Oh,
0: yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah.
1: It's, like, a nice, like, piney,
2: outdoorsy smell.
0: Maybe that's what we should do. Let's just get into the business of making hop candles.
2: Dude, that would be great. Would be if great. I had a candle that smelled like this, or like an air freshener I can hang in my car. Yeah.
0: Right? Let's make a they, great air freshener. Do they make hop candles?
1: I guarantee they do not.
2: <laughs> if not, guys, we, we found a million dollar Are, 000, 000 are you an
1: alcoholic? Would you like a candle? <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can have a line of beer-scented candles. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> Great.
0: I think I think we're on to something.
2: Oh yeah, we're getting there.
0: <laughs> oh, all right, well let's give it a try.
1: Mm. Oh no, <laughs> that's way that's way too much hops for me.
0: It's not bitter though.
1: It's just that tinny like hop taste. Like, I, like on the
0: back of your tongue. Yeah, I I, yeah.
1: My body's just like you shouldn't be ingesting this. That's not <laughs> natural. <laughs>
0: I don't know.
2: I I feel like this is probably the most pleasant amount of hops I've had in an IPA.
0: I, I have to admit, for, for not being a hazy IPA, I, I really like it.
2: Like, a lot of times the reason I really don't like IPAs is that aftertaste. Yes. And I feel like I get more of the taste of the hops without that aftertaste. Right. Like, that's, I don't know, almost non-existent aftertaste, which I really like
0: No, it's very good.
2: I
1: do like the very like beginning notes of the flavor, Mm -hmm. like that, like you get that like pine needly taste, Mm -hmm. like that. How exactly how it smells, you get that Mm -hmm. taste, but that, nah, that taste on the back of my tongue, the hops hitting, not a fan.
2: This is probably the first IPA I've liked enough that like, if I had one, I would order a second one at a bar. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, not bad.
2: All right. Four Dogfish. out of ten. Yeah. Four out of ten, yeah. I'd go like a six and a half.
0: Yeah, I I think that's kinda of where I'd be at. Well, Dogfish Heads variety pack was definitely off centered.
2: That was real interesting. Got to try two sour beers, which was new for me.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of them were good. I can't say they're like my go to's. Yeah. I
1: didn't hate all of them. <laughs> I semi I I liked one of them which one the super 8 that's like that was okay. like a 7 and seven, 7 and a half out of 10 okay strong 7 out of 10 and then uh, that white one I can't read what's on the top because oh, my eyes say like, white yeah it was probably like a I don't remember I probably gave that a rating already <laughs> <laughs> I probably gave that like a 3 or 4 huh
2: this is, yeah, I would say the Sea Quench Ale is definitely my least favorite. Yeah. I would agree. Of the four. Then probably, I would say the Namaste White, just because mm-hmm. I liked it, but it was, I don't know, kind of average to, for me.
0: Yeah, it didn't feel like a Dogfish Head Beer it didn't feel different.
2: Yeah. And surprisingly, I the, the Super 8 was really good. But I think actually my favorite was the Slightly Mighty IPA, which is weird. Not usually an IPA guy, but
0: right. No, it is very good. It is very good. Um, yeah. I, I I'd have to say that my least favorite, which I know it goes against all of you guys, but is probably the Super Eight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, it's hard because I liked a lot of them, so mm. one had to be at the bottom. Yeah it's so.
2: definitely the most weird
0: it beer. is it is the weird one um and normally I really like weird beers but this one was just not one that I liked as much hmm. um then probably the namaste white and then the sequential and probably this uh, this IPA is probably my favorite
2: man so sequent that was your second mm-hmm. and that was Kyle and I's the least favorite right yep yeah,
0: cause I, I I don't know the one that I had the other day, I put down pretty quickly. I, I liked it a lot.
2: Good so. job, Dogfish Head. You made an IPA that I like. Well done. Yeah,
0: very good.
1: Not bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, get ready to move on to the next section. This is our special spotlight before we move on to the play section. Uh, Kyle tries Guinness. It
1: it looks very appealing to me. I love the... Like, that is such a great head. Mm -hmm. It's probably the best head I've ever seen. Like, it's so thick. Mm -hmm. It's
2: beautiful.
1: Like, your head looks the best. (laughs) 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 I love the way your head looks.
2: I just gotta take a picture of it. Yeah, dude, a it's a one. great head.
0: That is a good one. It's a good
2: head right there.
0: And yeah, we'll put that on our Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta take a picture of your head.
0: Yeah, It's good, man.
2: Yeah, dude, there's something about the way Guinness looks. <laughs> Kyle, I remember the. I think it was the first episode. You said you had the the real light. It was the Pilsner Lager, right? Yeah, like, this is the beer that's the one I really like. This is like. The beer of my people. It's Ireland, man. Makes me happy.
0: Alright. Give it the old one too. Let us know what you like.
2: Toasty. Mm-hmm. Going back for a second try. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Huh. What was the name of that other one we had in the first on our first episode? The
0: Edmund Fitzgerald.
1: I like it better. Yeah. Edmund Fitzgerald is better. It has see it's toastier. Mm-hmm. But the Ebenezer Fitzgerald also has more of that like coffee taste to it. Yeah, that's but sh- true. But the coffee one you made is by far my favorite of the three of them that I've had. Okay. There's just that coffee taste, a little bit of that, like burnt toast. Mm-hmm. This doesn't. It does. This is just like this is like a just like a burnt coffee bean to me. <laughs> it,
2: yeah, it's it's very like the word that came to mind when I tried it was like roasted. Yeah, it's just. Tastes like roasted oh, yeah. something. I don't know.
0: Oh yeah, I I love Guinness.
1: I'll probably get hate for it, but it's only getting a five out of ten.
0: Oh boy, man,
1: five out of ten.
0: Boy, I don't I don't know if you're gonna stay in my house too much longer, dude. I I like I think,
2: like I've had Guinness before, but. I like it. I think I might be with Kyle, though, that I like the Edmund Fitzgerald better. It
1: was better. Oh, I, don't, I
0: don't
2: know.
1: I would give it like a 6 out of 10, and yours was like a 7 out of 10.
0: Okay.
1: Not trying to suck up to you,
0: <laughs> but I really
2: like that beer. <laughs>
0: well, thank you. Yeah.
2: But his, the one that Jack made actually had coffee in it, though. Well, yes, in that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I don't like coffee, so like that was like an extra bonus. I was like, wow, this is this is coffee I like. I'm drinking coffee now. <laughs>
2: It's. I know, Jack. We've talked about this before, but Guinness, for being such a dark beer, it's not heavy. Oh,
0: it's so light. Which is. It is light. I weird. will give it that. Mm. Yeah, it's. I love it.
1: Like it is. That is really a talent, because it. It's so dark, but I'm used to like if it's a really dark beer, I'm used to it lingering around for like mm. minutes after mm-hmm. I drink it. But it's just that you get to taste and it's gone.
0: And it's gone. Yep. That might. Maybe
2: I don't know. To my brain, like, that's probably why people love it. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, I could see that. Like, you get that great dark beer taste, but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel heavy. Right, yeah.
0: right. And it's, I think that's why. I think that's why I probably like it. Yeah, it's, it's good. It is good.
1: But I feel like if you brewed this with some actual coffee, mm. it'd be real good.
0: I have a dry Irish stout that's supposed to be pretty close to this mm. that I need to make.
2: Is it weird to say like from a like a texture standpoint? Like it's almost creamy.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely creamy, and that's that nitrogen in it. Mm, yeah. Um, which makes it so good.
2: It's very pleasant. I would say it's Guinness is a good go-to if you like dark beers. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Now if I dropped a shot of Jameson in this, I bet I'd really like
2: it.
0: <laughs> oh, there's yeah. bomb. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: dude. Mm-hmm. That's like two of my favorite things. I do like Jameson. Jameson and Guinness. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like for me, Guinness is probably like a like seven and a half. Like it's passing the class. It's not excelling, but like it's doing as well as it needs to do, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. If we're gonna compare it to someone in school, like this is like, <laughs> this is like the kid that's sitting in the back of the class, not really doing great, doesn't really care, but he's having a great time doing. It. <laughs> I guess it's kind of
2: me. <laughs> so, Kyle, your your personality is a genius. No, no, it's
1: a five out of ten.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I I'm love a big it. fan of that That's good Oh, that is that is very good Well, with that said <laughs> Let's uh, move on Let's move on to the play section um, What do you guys been playing this week?
2: Kyle, you made a noise like you had something great to say
1: I, I did not, because I haven't been playing much of anything
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hmm so uh, I played this game called Wuppo, W-U-P-P-O. Okay. It's like, it's supposed to be like Metroidvania kind of thing. Yeah. Just wasn't real impressed. Uh-huh. Like it was, I played like two hours and I was like, yeah, I'm kind of bored. Yeah. Put it down, probably not going to come back to it, but another game I have been playing is a game that I know I really like because I've played like, Hundred plus hours on steam but uh went back to play rocket league again oh yeah (laughs) it's like i'm not normally big on sports games unless they're like a little bit of a twist to them like right like like i really liked super mario strikers back in the day oh yeah but uh rocket league is great man it's it's really satisfying because of all the physics mechanics yeah, like it's not like a normal sports game where it's like push a to shoot ball you know <laughs> like if you're gonna take a shot you gotta you know boost your car and angle it the right way and right. Yeah, it's it's really fun
0: i think that's like everybody's reaction to <clears throat> um rocket league is um i don't like sports games that much but this one's fantastic
2: yeah, yeah. it's it's really fun
0: that's cool well uh I haven't really played a whole lot this week. However, um, on the day of recording, uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled came out. Nice. And I played, like, the first track of it today, and, (laughs) like, memories came flooding back. I love this game, and it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And I can't wait, because next week, Super Mario Maker 2 comes out, (laughs) And I have it nice. pre-ordered. I can't wait. The first game was so much fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good time.
2: Mm.
0: Is there any games coming out that you guys are looking forward to?
2: Also, uh, just recently, um, it looked really weird. It just came out. I think yesterday or today. Mm-hmm. My friend Pedro. There's this. <laughs> okay, Kyle, I gotta show you this. Have you heard of it? <laughs> no. All right. Look, look at this banana, Kyle. That's Pedro.
1: Uh, Okay.
2: There's there's a there's a sentient banana named Pedro with this little face, and apparently he uh, he he talks to the player and uh, leads you to brutally murder people.
1: That's kind of banana I like.
2: It's it's like a like a two D like side scrolling shooter. Okay. And you can I watched a little bit of gameplay and it looks really fun. Like you can slow down time and like do backflips through the air. It has like this targeting system that you can like aim at two different targets at once. So you can be like doing flips over obstacles, like shooting in two different directions with each of your hands. Like it looks really cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat.
0: Yeah. Pedro seems like an interesting forty eleven. <laughs> and only people who have worked as cashiers in grocery stores will get that joke. <laughs> Nobody else will get that. They'll be like, what's 4011? Uh, it's the international number for bananas.
2: He's a banana.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that game looks interesting. I saw it on Steam the other day. Um, available for, like, pre-order or something like that. Yeah,
2: it looks like my kind of thing. Like, <laughs> it looks like it has solid mechanics. It's a lot of fun. It's weird. There's a sentient banana, like published by devolver digital who has made or published lots of games that i really like nice i've always wanted to meet a sentient banana right (laughs) now you can now you can Give my friend pedro there you go all right
0: (laughs) well with that said uh is there anything else you want guys want to talk about in the play section
1: no Mm -hmm. can't say there's no i'm mostly in the watch section this week
0: yes i think we all are uh, the watch section today will contain spoilers for the movie John Wick 3. Heads up. All right, so we're in the watch section now. We took a little field trip yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And we went and watched uh, John Wick 3. Yep. And before we get too into it, I was really surprised there was no previews before the movie.
2: Yeah, that was great, though. Yeah, it was so nice.
0: Oh, it's cool. cool. It just threw me off.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it just straight into the movie. Yeah,
0: I don't know if that was just, like, our theater or, like... I may be intentional.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Odd. But yeah, not having previews before the movie was great. Yeah. It was just like seven fifteen movie starting. There yeah. it is. Like had the little title sequence rolling and then right into the movie.
0: Yeah. It was cool.
2: So speaking of, <laughs> what'd you guys think?
0: it was what i expected let me let me start with that same so, yeah yeah <clears throat> i mean not not the twists like there were there were some things that happened in the movie that i didn't expect mm-hmm. but i from a story standpoint and from an action standpoint it is what i expected it's a very much was a john wick movie okay yeah
2: what about you, Kyle?
1: Uh, okay, so I'm not super invested into this story. To me, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of meat to it to drag me into this story. It's just to me, it's it's just a bunch of great action sequences put in a row, and you just kind of make something to just make them meld together, which mm-hmm. is fine. They're great action sequences, and I love them. It's entertaining, but it there's no like really deep substance no like real great like thing to take away from it it's just like that was fun
0: right
2: yeah i mean i think so i'm gonna disagree with you guys a little bit and say it wasn't quite what i was expecting because i have just fairly recently watched the first two right and watching this third one it seemed a lot less grounded in reality and a lot more over the top so like in the first two like there were some pretty over the top action sequences sure like in the second one like him running through the catacombs like gunning people down it looks like a video game mm-hmm. right or like the nightclub sequence in the first one like you know there, there's some pretty intense stuff that you're like I don't I don't know how real that is but in the, in the context of the world it makes sense mm-hmm. but in this one like towards the very beginning of the movie he's like got horses kicking people in the head that was cool
1: i did like that
2: (laughs) just like running through this horse stable and he like pats the horse and it kicks his dude in the head and i was like
0: i don't know the
1: only thing i didn't like about that is when he does it two times in a row i was just like dude
0: okay so that was a theme for me in the movie yeah when they did like repeat action things like Mm -hmm. the scene with holly berry and her two dogs. I felt oh, like yeah. I watched the same scene like five times. Like in
2: a the row. fifth time, you saw a guy yeah. like get bit by the dog in between yeah. his legs, and yeah. you're like, "We just watched this happen yeah. to four other nameless dudes." Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, there. I will say, like comparing it to the other two, the, this third one, like was the first time in the series that I thought a couple different times, like, this is a really long sequence. Like, especially towards the end uh, when he was fighting the the bald guy, mm-hmm. um, like that fight, I was like, I felt like it kind of drug on a little bit. Like, they did the, you know, kind of reversal thing where like one of them would disappear yeah. and then come back and they'd fight and then they, you know, punched each other and wrestled for a while and the other one disappeared. Right. And uh, I don't know, like, it was still really good and super entertaining. And, I really liked what they did with like the world building, mm-hmm. like the I don't I forget what they called him, but the guy who was like above the high table.
0: Yeah, the elder or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, he was like, you know, not if, even
0: old at all. No, yeah. <laughs> but I mid forties. Yeah, but I I, yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought that
2: whole setup was like really interesting and like the whole Mm -hmm. like you know john if you go kill winston the guy who is basically the reason you're alive like and you become an assassin for the high table like we'll forgive your trespasses and stuff but uh, i don't know right i felt like it was just overall like assessment it was really fun but slightly below the other two right
0: when he chopped his finger off, I was like, okay, now you got to edit that. <laughs> no, I love that, though.
2: Like, that whole, that was the most interesting part of the movie to me.
0: From a filmmaker standpoint, yeah. that just gave me an aneurysm thinking about how many times we were going to see that hand for the rest of the movie and for the rest of the series. <laughs> but in the fourth one, he'll
2: just wear a glove. Yeah, they yeah, little
0: Star Wars it.
2: Yeah, probably.
1: I don't know. I thought cutting off his finger was weak. Really? I thought it was weak. No, you, see, I love cause that. Because you knew he wasn't going to do what the guy wanted him to, mm-hmm. but he cut off his finger anyway. Like, right. he just submitted. Right. I yeah. was like, dude, come on. I don't know. We know. This is
2: your movie. We
1: know you can take all those
2: guys.
0: Right. That's what you're going to do anyways.
2: But I loved the, like the symbolism of because if it was just like you gotta cut off a finger chop here's my finger like ah, I could see that but the fact that it was his ring finger like with his wedding band still on it yeah that had him, like handing the ring over to the elder mm-hmm. like I thought that and then like the whole dynamic with him and Winston like talking mm-hmm. in that room and like the adjudicator comes yeah. in and is like are you gonna put a bullet through his head and he's just like mm-hmm. no <laughs> Like, I thought that was really awesome that Mm -hmm. he was like, I'm going to take a stand and fight against the high table. And then the ending kind of being ambiguous with like Winston shooting him in his bulletproof suit. Like, I'm sure Winston is pretty good as an assassin if he wants to be. Like, if he wanted to kill John Wick, he would have shot him in the head.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was intentional he was shooting. So
2: I feel like they were setting up like that tension, like between the high table and like, There are these rules that govern all the assassins, but, like, they're not, uh, like, infallible. They can be fought against. I feel like they're setting up the fourth movie to be, like, this war between, Mm. like... I feel like it was
1: a lot... It was, like, a sense of honor between the two.
2: Yeah. Mm. I don't know. They
1: didn't want to portray each other necessarily, but they are both going to do what they needed to do to
2: survive. Exactly. I can see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah effects wise in the movie there weren't I mean there were a few that made me go wow that's amazing but not a ton of them the one that comes to mind was when he first got the shotgun at the end where he came back to reload Yeah, and he shot that dude's helmet like halfway off that was pretty cool I was like that that looked amazing
2: that whole sequence when they went back to that like vault and got the shotguns, like mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah. It
0: was that was funny. All the
2: the speed loading he
1: was doing mm-hmm. was great. That was <laughs> awesome.
0: It was it, yeah. There were there was a lot of really cool gun mechanics that they did. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I kind of liked that that sequence where like all the high table guys and like the body armor were like assaulting the hotel. Yeah. Because I. Like, you know, it's, it's John Wick. Like, he's probably not going to die, right? right. But yeah. having those guys just like take bullets and like he had to keep shooting like one, two, three, one, two, three between each target so they stayed down right. just so he could get in close and like pull. Up I really like how he did that him, though. Like, yeah, he had to keep awesome. shooting
1: a target to keep it knocked down. It wasn't just like the bullets didn't phase him at all because right. they had armor on. Like, there was, you could tell there was actual force behind the bullet when it hit mm-hmm. them.
0: Yeah, that was, that was very cool. And of course, you guys noticed the the lights that got turned on in the mm-hmm. hotel. They were green. green. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what movie that's
2: referencing. <laughs> got that callback. <laughs> yeah. That visual callback to the Matrix.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cool though. Oh, it was very yeah.
2: cool. And, and just... then at the end, he's he's there with Lawrence Fishburne, and they're mm-hmm. both like were po'd yep <laughs> that was it <laughs> uh,
0: Lawrence Fishburne, like he was good in that movie he was funny yeah. he was he was funny there there were a lot of moments that made me laugh mm-hmm. there
2: were i feel like it's that's one of the things too that was different about the action was like when i watched the other two like there might have been a couple like little like chuckles but it was more of like oh that was intense yeah it was more serious but this one like there were a lot more like laughing at how over the top some of the things were yeah because like there was a sequence where they were all on motorcycles (laughs) there's like the four guys lined or six guys lined up behind them on motorcycles and they all like whip out their swords
0: right and
2: i was just like like i smiled because it was (laughs) cool but i was also like this is just nuts you know
0: yeah it was it was certainly something. Apparently, Parabellum is in... I don't even know what language they speak in that.
2: No, but, I couldn't tell you. I,
0: I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But apparently, that's it means prepare for war.
2: Oh, I think that was Latin.
0: Oh, was it Latin? Yeah, because
2: I, I recognized... So, Parabellum is the end of like a phrase. It was like, if you want peace, prepare for war. Yeah, mm-hmm. And yeah. the first part, he was like, said Pacem, which I know is uh, peace in Latin. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it could be.
0: So the whole movie is basically them getting, setting up for war.
2: I yeah, think. see, I, I love yeah. that. Because I thought that fit, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I like that scene where Winston says that. Right. And it, like, when that happened, I was like, like, you kind of had an idea of what was going to happen in the rest of the movie. Like, prepare for war. Right. But I feel like that fit really well.
0: Yeah, because the whole movie setting up this, this conflict that's ev- eventually going to happen in the next film. Yeah. yeah. It felt like... The pilot episode of the season.
2: Yeah, you know? I can see that. And then they're gonna have the follow-up where it's like John Wick and the Bowery Kings, Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne's character, and like maybe the guy, like some of the guys from the hotel. Mm-hmm. Depending on, you know, I feel like they could do interesting things with that. So
0: it, it will. I I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah.
2: I definitely agree though. Like it. It does really feel like a pilot episode to, yeah. like, a great show. See, yeah. and
1: that's my gripe against movies, though, is you you can't... If you have, like, 10 hours over a series of a TV show, you can develop so much, so many more characters. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, specifically pick who you, pick out who you want to develop and who you're going to focus on, and you have to mm-hmm. make the story a certain way. I feel like if they turn into a TV show, it could be so much more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, and I think...
2: <sighs> there is talk of them making a spinoff... Oh, yeah? ...called The Continental. yeah.
0: Interesting.
2: Like a spinoff TV show.
0: I don't know how that would work. I
2: think it would be awesome, but that's just me. I don't yeah, know.
0: It would be something. I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, if it centered around the hotel, I think that would be cool. Yeah. But.
2: I, I think it should follow the concierge guy. Yeah. That would be sweet.
0: Honestly, he's the most interesting person to be in that movie. <laughs> The whole series. Because he he just sees all this stuff and he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, just super chill about it. I want
0: to see the thing that makes him go, what? (laughs) Right. Like, I want to see that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else to say about the movie?
2: I will say, in addition to feeling like, like you said, Jack, the pilot episode to like a show that comes after, like, I also feel like it being called John Wick Chapter Mm Three, like, it does feel like the third chapter in the story also like in the way it relates to the other two like i think tonally it's a little different like like i said wasn't quite as grounded and like a little more f- funny in like the action like there was the bald assassin guy that was like oh mr wick like i'm sorry right. so great to meet you when they were sitting in the <laughs> continental like z- didn't seem quite as serious but
0: yeah i, I it yeah I think calling it a chapter was very appropriate.
2: Mhm.
0: Um, it's
2: like you know. the comic relief chapter, yeah, a little yeah. bit, but yeah. still serious enough to be like part of the same book, you know?
0: Right. I, I think that they are getting to a point where they're comfortable going weird places. Mhm. So. Yeah. And and I mean, it, the series so far has taken place over a week.
2: Yeah. So. It's a pretty short time frame.
0: Yeah.
1: But it does allow you to explain more like you would in a TV show. I okay. do like that about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, it's been interesting.
2: It's not like this is a year and two hours. Right. right. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like he just mysteriously survived a year yeah. and a half between right. movies. Like, nope, it's been like five minutes. He's yeah. still on the run, you know?
0: When movies do that, like. I know we talked about these movies last time, but the Bourne movies did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Between Supremacy and Ultimatum, I think were the movies. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Um was like thirty seconds yep. after the other movie mm-hmm. ended. It was
2: hit the water and then you're back in the movie. Yep. It was pretty cool. I'd be interested to hear like a comparison between the two. 'Cause I I know we've been making comparisons because right. like they're both action franchises that we really like
0: mm-hmm. it would be interesting
2: I, I, I feel like the Bourne movies have a little bit more of that like spy kind of deal going yeah. on whereas with john wick it's like he's a hitman yeah you know he's
0: well, an assassin right there's so much mystery that surrounded the Bourne movies mm-hmm. which made okay. it, yeah
2: so they both kind of do that like like you get to know the character, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of mystery. Like right. You get to know the character through their actions. Like
0: exactly. And I think what was so compelling about the Bourne films was so you learned about him as he learned about himself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was so cool. I think that was brilliant. Um, but at the same time, when John Wick pulls it off, is just by his everyday actions is how we learn about him which yeah. was really cool mm-hmm. so goes both ways
2: both great franchises that I'm oh, a big fan of absolutely yeah. I agree.
0: absolutely so alright anything else? I think I'm good cool well uh, this has been episode 3 of Brewplay Watch thanks for coming yeah thanks for listening and uh, have a good one see you next time
1: later